and welcome to Not a Couple, a Will and Grace podcast. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this week we are talking about season two, episode three, Das Boob. Das Boob. Das Boob. Yes, we are very German today. By the way, that is not how you say boob in German, but I am... How do you say boob in German? I don't know. It's not Das Boob. Okay, we'll look it up. Okay. Das Boob. Put that in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me read the episode description. So, Grace decides to buy a water bra... Parentheses, fake boobs filled with water. Oh, thank you for clarifying that episode description. For an upcoming date, Jack discovers that Will slept with an ex-lover after they broke up. Ugh, I hate the word lover. Ugh, me too. I hate it so much. <laughs> it just, it really ruins a lot of things for me. But anyways, I remember you saying that this is one of your favorite episodes of Will and Grace. So, so maybe you can just emote about that. This is so funny. Like, and the whole thing starts in like so typical sitcom fashion that like there's a picture of Grace on the cover of the style section of the New York Times. But for whatever reason, the photo makes her tits look gigantic. And so <laughs> She's then... She's probably wearing a turtleneck. She's probably wearing a turtleneck. Which, pro tip, if you have small boobs and you want to make them appear bigger, wear a turtleneck. It does somehow make your boobs look bigger, which I, as a large-breasted person, don't usually wear turtlenecks because I don't need them to look any bigger. <laughs> In fact, I try and find ways to make them look smaller, like binding. Anywho, so yeah, I just, I have very fond memories of this episode. It's very funny, and there's just a lot of physical comedy and fun hijinks, and I like it. I thought it was really good, too. Uh, it's another, like, really strong opener for the show. Mm-hmm. I definitely imagine that this was a good set of episodes to do for the opening of season two to really hit it hard, you know, get people to like the show, get people on the board, on the bus. Mm-hmm. And I bet this was the season where a lot of people picked up the show specifically because I bet it had really good word of mouth from season one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Anyone who tuned in saw like three really great episodes right off the bat. Right. So I, yeah, I feel like this was almost like their opportunity to win more audience members mm-hmm. and they just really grabbed it and they did a great yeah. job because these three, the last three episodes we've watched have been super funny. Yeah, super on fire. Cool, so... Let's talk about the main plot first. Okay. Which involves water bras, which are a thing, I guess. Okay, they're not really a thing anymore, but I do remember they had a moment in the late 90s and early 2000s, um, because I was a preteen and teenager during this time, and a lot of girls I knew who were very flat-chested were trying to convince their moms to buy, let them buy water bras. Oh my god, I just can't even imagine that. I'm just being such, like, a straight man about this, but, like, the idea of buying a, a giant boob that you strap around your body is just confusing to me on so many levels. I mean, think about it can't you just buy a padded bra i mean yes but i think the idea of the water bra was that because it was liquid it was more like the actual like physical characteristics of a, a natural breast I, in that case i'm surprised the large bra never took off ew <laughs> well this actually reminds me of this movie now and then it was very big in like the early 90s and okay. i was a big fan of it as a preteen and there is a scene where one of the girls is stuffing her bra and she's trying to uh find a good way to like make it like look realistic right. and she ends up filling water balloons with pudding Ew. and stuffing her bra with pudding balloons. Gross. Everyone just be really happy with the boobs you have. Yeah. Or get them changed medically. We won't judge you. It's fine if you want to change them medically but maybe maybe be careful about the things you're sticking in your bra and don't make a pudding. Yeah. Ew. Okay, so... But this episode revolves around a water bra. Yeah, so the episode revolves around a water bra, which I don't really believe are as big of a thing anymore. Thank God. But as previously mentioned, I am a large-breasted person, so I don't typically look for breast enhancement (laughs) whilst shopping. Why not? Because I would like to be able to come within three feet of someone, (laughs) just in general. 
And some of the bars we go to will be kind of helpful for you to have some extra dimensions so that you can push people out of the way. I mean, I already use my boobs to the advantage of that. Uh, <laughs> actually, last night we went and saw Katya, the drag queen from uh, season seven of RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. and I, I did have to use my boobs to push people out of the way a few times. <laughs> but anyways, so, so speaking of... Boobs. So essentially the episode starts, like, Jack and Will are eating breakfast at Will's apartment for some reason, and Grace comes in with the paper being like, look at the style section, I'm on the cover. And the two of them immediately are like, why are your boobs so big in this picture? Because as gay men, they have boobdar. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. And then Grace tries to argue that, no, 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 her boobs look like that all the time. They don't. Which then... Re- I never thought about Deborah Metzing's boobs for this episode, but she has, She's- like... Appropriately sized for her body, small boobs. She does. She has rather small boobs, but they are about. She's a very thin, right. tall person, so right. it makes sense that she wouldn't have like giant knockers. But but like so, I didn't think about it in this episode, and then like looking here at her next to Megan Mullally, I was like, oh girl, you do have smaller boobs. Yeah, she does, and so I never thought of Megan Mullally with large boobs. Oh, Megan Mullally definitely. I don't have the same boobdar as these particular gays do. Apparently, yes, apparently they have quite. They they, they can like guess a B cup. Mm-hmm. Like I'm you, really bad at that. Like from a mile away. So, anyways, so essentially, like this leads to this beautiful scene in which both Will and Jack are like, "I'm a gay man, so this means nothing," and they feel up Grace's chest while looking at the picture, and they're like, "No, that's not that right." It was a weird scene. It was, and then it leads to literally the three of them are standing in a circle, and each of them are like feeling up each other's chests. Yeah. And it's very strange, and like it was funny. It was very funny, but all I could think of at this at the time was like. These two articles I've read in the past that are all about how, like, why are gay men always touching my boobs and Mm -hmm. how, like, there is some, like, very real evidence that gay men, like, still experience sexism because they will comment on and touch your, like, female bodies without consent. That was what I thought of when I was watching this, too, even though, like, it was very clearly, like, sensual but weird thing. It was, like, weird, but, like, since they're all friends and they all seem to be verbally consenting... And then non-verbally consenting when they kind of did, like, the circle jerk boob grab. But, like, right. there were a couple times where it was like, I'm a gay man, so this means nothing. And then, like, holding up the hands to, like, before... She didn't say, like, mm. no, don't do that. And, like, clearly was like, okay. Right. Like, please touch my breast. So that was fine. But it made me think of lots of times where I've encountered that in real life. And, like, yes. for me, I feel like that's super weird. It is. But, like, that's just, but that's just me. I guess just, I'm just... I guess I'm just a wonderful person and not a sexist who's dating. <laughs> I mean, like, I've encountered that. Like, we're, I, I have a lot of friends who are, like, very close friends who are gay men. And the closer we are, I find the less likely it is that they're, that they're just going to grab my tit. Right. They're not going to just reach over and be like, hello. But, like, if I have, like, casual acquaintances in bars and stuff, like, the first thing they'll do upon saying hi to me is they'll, like, they won't give me a hug. They'll, like, honk my boob. And, like, on the one hand, I don't mind because we're friends and it's funny. But on the other hand, sometimes I'm like, I why are you doing this? Like, mm-hmm. there are, I understand that you're trying to be funny, but, like, I, and you're maybe jealous that I have these bazoombas and you do not, but. Voluptuous tatas, I believe, is the colloquialism <laughs> of choice. I do have voluptuous tatas. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I mean, granted, I've also had things where, like, um, one of my first memories is, like, a young baby queer. I went to this place in Madison, Wisconsin called Plan B with a bunch of friends, and one of them got really drunk, but I was under 21, so I didn't get drunk because they don't let you drink. Right. They have 18-plus nights. And one of my friends got really hammered and then made up a song about my boobs. And it was, <laughs> it was beautiful. It wasn't very tuneful, but it was beautiful. But this is just an experience that I find that a lot of women have had regarding gay men, and so right. I kind of wish that this episode had, like, maybe done just a little bit more, like, show that they were, like, 
Yes, I am consenting to or you just, touching my boobs. Or just not had the only part of the episode I didn't love. It was just weird. I mean, it was just like... It, was, it felt like a time filler. A little bit. But, I mean, I understand why they would do it just because, like, the image of the three of them, none of whom are romantically involved, all standing in, like, essentially a circle and, like, feeling each other up. That's true, because was sort of like do start feeling each other's boobs. Yes. Well, because it starts with them feeling Grace's boobs, and right. then Grace being like... Well, I, this isn't fair. I want to feel your boobs back. And so then she feels Jack's and Jack, and she's like, ooh, have you been working out? And he's like, oh, you notice. And then Will's like, hey, I'm getting left out over here. So then she fills him up. Right, And right. then she's like feeling them both up at once. And each of them is feeling one boob. It's and then it, that's how it kind of starts. And so it's funny. Mm-hmm. And like, it's very clear from the context and the conversation that everyone is wanting their boobs touched, yes, essentially. But I, I realize that we've wasted almost four minutes on this. But nonetheless, <laughs> I, I just... It's never a wasted minute talking about boobs. <laughs> I just kind I of wish in this episode they'd maybe done more about like sexism and boobies and. Yeah. But how this is a very physical comedy too. heavy episode. I oh, think that's is. why I like it. I think that's why you like it too. It's just so because funny. Because there's, there's a lot of comedy to having comical fake boobs. Yes, and so there's, oh my gosh, there's just so many great things that happen, such as. So Grace shows up at the office and Karen's like, yeah, this guy called and he clearly called because your boobs look huge. <laughs> and she's like, no, that's not true. And then she goes to call and she's like, what should I say? And, she's, and Karen's just like, oh, don't worry about what you're going to say, honey. Just make your breasts sound big. Uh-huh. Like, and so it's very funny. But I also feel like there there's a moment of like kind of flippantness that Karen has because she is a large chested woman. Mm-hmm. And so she's just like, oh, yeah, clearly he's just not into you. He wasn't into right. you in high school and he probably won't be into you now because you have small breasts not all boobs not all boobs and so like but then like the episode does kind of reinforce that later where after like grace's like water bra pops and all that fun stuff right because well, um, she's bouncing around with them so much and then karen she, walks into it with a brooch well what happens is she's thanking karen for being so supportive and taking her out fake boob shopping right and she gives her a hug yep. and then karen's like oh no honey i think you're caught on my brooch which by the way this is why we don't wear brooches women never, never mind don't wear brooches. But anyway, so then she pops the water bra, and then there's beautiful, more physical comedy as, like, um, and the guy that she's trying to get with is Luke from Gilmore Girls, by the way, which is crazy to me. That means nothing to me, but okay. He's Luke from Gilmore Girls. Right. It's uh, Scott, whatever his name is, but it's very funny. And so she's, like, there's, she's doing all these weird things to, like, keep her boobs from exploding, <laughs> and then there's a beautiful scene where Will, like, grabs her boobs to, like, right. keep them from exploding, and it's it's very funny. I really like that scene for two reasons. One, it's really funny for Grace to just holding on conversation with this dude with Will holding on to her breasts, mm-hmm. just like, oh, he's just a friend. She's like, we haven't seen each other in a long time. Or and he's just like, his hands are like firmly planted on her boobs. Mm-hmm. But then like, they have like their verbal shorthand, or their non-verbal shorthand where she's like, no, I got this. Mm-hmm. And Will's like, oh, okay, I trust you. And like, they have like this Vulcan mind meld that you and I have every once in oh, a while. Oh yeah, we've done this. Where like, she's like, no, I've got it. I know how to do it. And then she does her and arms she's like, like a like, T-Rex. And puts her arms up like a T-Rex, like, like pressed oh, against her boobs. Oh, I'm going to see you. And then, oh my God. And then he like gets her a glass of champagne, but she like can't drink it because of her T-Rex <laughs> arms. She like, she, like, bends over, like, all the way backwards to drink it. And he's just kind of like, duh. And so then he's like, Grace, like, why are you being so weird? And so then she comes clean. Which I appreciated. Which I appreciated. But it was very funny to see her kind of flip. Because at the beginning of the episode, she was literally, like, looking at herself in any shiny surface to look at her new movies. Mm-hmm. And then, like, at this point, she's like, well, you see, the problem is the patriarchy. <laughs> and then he's like, what? And she's like, I have fake boobies and they're broken. And so it's very funny, and I do appreciate that she does come clean, because I feel like in a lot of sitcoms, she could have kept 
This could yeah. have been a forty-five minute thing where she just. Kept I feel like rolling in most sitcoms, she would have just screwed up and like slipped her arms or something, and then like sprayed him in the face. Yes. But I, I like that he. I think one of the other things I like is that he was just like up, like when she said that he was like, Grace, how could you think that? That is very inappropriate. I don't. I'm not looking for that in a person. I'm looking for I'm, a beautiful soul. And, and then, like, literally, like he walks three steps the other way. And to like, Karen hello. and her décolletage. Right. And like says, like, oh, hello. Who are you? Like, like directly to her boobs. Like literally, just like introducing himself to Mrs. Karen Walker and Mrs. Karen Walker Jr. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, oh my god, Jesus Christ! Like, it's, just, it's a really good bit of comedy. It's so funny. It's so funny to watch someone like be a hypocrite yes. on TV. Yes. And so I like that we also get like nice flavors of everyone being a hypocrite in this episode because we get Grace being a hypocrite about how like. As, as soon as the fake boobs aren't working, then she's totally against them and thinks they're the stupidest thing right. ever. But she's against the fake boobs at first, and then when she's trying them on, she's like, oh no, I love these. These yes. are amazing. Yes, and like, I mean, granted, part of that is maybe because Karen convinces her that he's not going to like her, because they have this whole conversation about, well, who was this guy's girlfriend in high school? And it was like, Judy McTits or something right. ridiculous. Like, And so then, Grace is like, I will take a lot of raw in every size <laughs> and color. Like, Right. Oh, man. So, it's it's very funny, and it's very funny to watch everyone just, like, be wrong about it and be a hypocrite, but, like, mm-hmm. it's generally harmless. Although, I, I do have two things to say. Okay. One, if you guys listen to season one, you will now realize that we have a recurring segment, which is called, How the Fuck is Grace Adler Still Employed? <laughs> and so, this week I asked, because she and Karen appear to have closed the office to go water brush shopping for an entire day. Yep, that sounds right. So, how is she still employed? Second of all... How does Grace Adler avoid legal action? New new segment. <laughs> so she, upon being rejected by this man right. for her breasts not working, she takes her hands off of her leaking water boobs and, like, literally, like, sprays in, like, true, like, fembot from, like, <laughs> Austin Powers fashion, like, these watercolors with... No, I haven't answered this question. Her boobs. She's buying them. Okay. Because at the end of the episode, she, like, asks Will how, what he thinks of that. Okay. He's, she's, he's like, I like them. They look better now. Which, admittedly, they do. They, they were do. boring They were all, like, boring-ass, like, all, like Georgia O'Keeffe knockoff vagina flowers. Right. And then she's like, oh, good, because you're getting them all for Christmas. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Because I'm yeah. literally sitting there thinking, I'm like, okay, I understand the impulse. And no, I... It, it makes sense. And it ties into your earlier question of how she's still employed now that she's bought several expensive paintings. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess she would have to remain employed because she just bankrupted herself <laughs> on boob water paintings. <laughs> but they really did look a lot better once breast they had, watercolors. Once they were sprayed with breast water. Oh man! So yeah. So essentially, the boobs are amazing. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. the water bra. <laughs> oh my gosh! I thought it was really interesting that the A plot was so light and goofy, and the B plot was so heavy, considering yes. that the B plot involved Jack. Yes, the B-plot for a Jack B-plot was actually pretty heavy, and it was about, like, friendship and integrity yeah. and stuff. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's just really funny to watch Will and Jack fight over ex-boyfriends because it's so gay and fun. Yes, and so it's, like, a very tired old, like, sitcom plot where it's like, you slept with someone that I slept with, how dare you? But it's so gay because you know it was butt sex. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Will did not choose bros before hoes. Mm-mm. Do you think that means that both Jack and Will are bottoms? I just knew. I don't know. They're going up to the same I think person. Jack is definitely a power bottom. Maybe maybe the guy they slept with is verse. Yeah. So you could, you could go either way. It's hard to imagine Will not being a top because he's so controlling. But if Will is a bottom, he's a power bottom too. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah. But so, anyways, he sleeps with this dude. So essentially he sleeps with some guy called Walter that... Oh my god, one of my favorite bits of the episode is where he pull, Jack pulls the skull earring out of the... Co- like, like, oh, it's just like the one I got for Walter. Oh, but I had that one engraved with a W. You know, for this Walter. This one's got an M. And like, Will's like standing there like, he's like, oh my god, can I get out of this? Like, and then, he's like, gonna let it go? And then Jack does this thing where instead of turning the earring, he <laughs> yeah. like turns his body up like... head around. <laughs> But, like, just that moment where Will is like, okay, if I just sit here and if don't say, say anything, he might put the earring down and walk away. Oh, but then he gets caught, and then he's like, I'm sorry, la, la, la. I didn't think he was that important to you. And then Jack goes on and on about how Walter was the love of his life, and he was all broken up when they broke up, yeah. and how, like, Will never listens because Will's so selfish. And <laughs> Well, I love how that, like, at first that sounds funny. Like, it's like, ha, 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 Jack's, like, love of his life. Like, yeah. But then, like... Like, they, like, they fight, but then they keep fighting, and you yeah. realize how significant it is to Jack. Right. Like, you realize that Jack wasn't fucking around. Like, he wasn't being silly and, like, frivolous. Like, he yeah. actually apparently deeply cared for this person. Yeah. And is actually very upset yeah. with Will. I think my favorite part of showing that is, like, in the course of the episode, they develop a very brief running gag where, yes. like, when Will and Jack are fighting, Jack comes out and Will's like, you didn't slam the door hard enough. So I know you're not really mad. Right. And then Jack comes back and slams the door. But then he does it a second time where, like, Jack storms out. After this beautiful scene where he, like, comes out, where Jack comes out of Grace's apartment. He's like, you need to talk to your wife about the quality of her snacks. Because Grace has nothing in the fridge. Right. And then Will's like, well, I just went to the store and I went to, like, some fancy ass. Because usually Jack steals from Will. Yes. And so, and so Jack's, like, he's like, do you want to come in, Jack? And Jack's like, yes but only because I need to grab some food. And so, like, he comes <laughs> in and literally, like, opens the fridge and starts, like, loading up his backpack. And then they keep fighting about it. And he's like, well, you don't even care that he, like, mattered to me, la, 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 la. And Will's like, I'm sorry. I didn't think it was a big deal. And then, like, Jack storms out. And Will's like, well, I know you're not really mad because you didn't slam the door. The door. And, and then Jack doesn't come back. there's nothing. He's like, slam the door, Jack. It's really sad. And Jack doesn't slam the door. I don't want Will mad. and Jack to be fighting. They're such good friends. I know. Even though they don't ever talk about their feelings. In true males on TV form, they do not talk about their feelings mm-hmm. ever. So then we get this beautiful moment where Will lures Jack to the art show that Grace is having all of her right. movie problems at because he's told Jack that Cher will be there. Which is, I, that makes sense. I would probably come running too. I don't even like Cher that much. <laughs> but I'd be like, wow, Cher is that a thing that I can conceivably get to? That's cool. That's amazing. So, remember when. Uh, Wisconsin legalized gay marriage. And, and Cher was, was like, in town Is that Cher night? going to officiate marriages at Pride Fest? It was pretty funny. It's kind of ridiculous that she didn't. It is. That would have, I guess I guess you're sure you don't need a PR bump, but like that's true. That would have been a great PR bump. Maybe for she just wasn't a fi- she didn't like have an officiator's like certificate in the state of Wisconsin. Oh, maybe, but I know sometimes she has that, officiated weddings. Yes, I know that, but I just feel like maybe she hasn't in Wisconsin, and maybe that might have taken up to forty eight hours to do, and then it would have been Pride Fest would have been over, so right. it wouldn't have worked. Well, but, I think she was only in town for one night. That's true. A very one night only share event. One night. Nope, don't sing. I don't even like that song. Stop the test. Um, <laughs> I like setting you up for it, though. Yeah, you've tricked me with your tricksy wiles. But anyway, the the kicker of the episode is great because after all the water boob stuff is over... And Cher not being there and Jack literally grabbing every tall, dark-haired person being like, Cher, Cher, <laughs> Cher. Will reveals that he's brought him back so that he can see Walter and, like, I don't really know what he, Will's move is. He is to try and get them back together because he realizes that he's hurt Jack and Jack was like really into this guy so he's like I called Walter and he still lives in New York and he's single and he's really excited to see you again and Jack's like and he is really excited to see Jack again but then but then Jack like literally pulls Will aside and he's like okay don't be mad 
but I was thinking of someone else. And then he, like, literally runs away. And he's like, bye. And then he goes. <laughs> and then Will is stuck with this guy, Walter, who he just, like, hyped up about how Jack is still in love with him, even though Jack is clearly Jack's not. Clearly not and then the whole, like, oh, no, our friendship is on the rocks thing is completely settled because, right. of right. course it is. Right. Oh, well, I man. think I think it's, I was thinking about this before the episode. I think what makes sense to me is that, like, Jack feels badly enough about being a bitch to Will over someone he didn't care about, that it must, it must even out for him. Yes, I think so. Because I think that his feelings were genuine when he thought it was someone who he actually did care about. Right. But as it turns out, he had been confusing Walter with someone else. Which sounds very Jack. Very Jack. Yeah. Very Jack. Just Jack. Um, a few other odds and bobs I wanted to talk about about this episode include things such as that picture of Grace in the newspaper also featured her wearing leather pants. Why That's... was that a thing? Oh my god. Please stop. Why are you always wearing leather pants? <laughs> Second, the beautiful statement that was made by Jack, which is, thou shalt not covet my ex's ass, which is a good rule for any <laughs> friendship. That's we a good way of putting all, it, too. I like it. We should all really remember this. And then finally, just again, please don't wear brooches, you guys. They are dangerous to society. My only odds and end was, uh, I love that the opener began with, Looking a new DVD player. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. But I was just confused about, like, he was pitching it to Jack as, like, you can watch porn from every angle. And, like, now what? I'm wondering if there's DVDs out there that have, like, multiple view pornography. Was, was it, like, 360 porn? Like, like can you, like, pick a track and you watch the porn from a whole different... Like, I just... I don't even think that would turn me on. I'm just fascinated by it. Also, so, like, listeners, if you know if this kind of porn exists, please send it to us. It could even be straight porn. Although, like... We'll watch it for, like, uh, a minute. Yeah, I'm just making vomit noises into the microphone. Ugh, straight porn is just not ideal. Yeah. It's not good. But like also But if you have to. Do you guys like remember how people used to have to like buy buy porn like on like hard I don't copy? remember that because I am under thirty. Yes. Like I just mean like that's so fascinating to me that like he'd buy a DVD player and have thoughts like I can watch porn on this. Mm-hmm. Also, like he was like very having a he was having a very hard time hooking up this DVD player. And all I can think of is, like, why? You just, there's three chords. You connect the chords exactly like you connect a VHS player. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> why are you people in the 90s so dumb? I think we have to remember that Will and Grace are just about our parents' age. Oh, I guess that Like, they're sense. olds now. Like, they're in their 30s in this show in the late 90s. And I so, suppose. 15 years later, they are in their, they are literally our parents' age. Oh, God. Damn. So, like, you're, imagine our parents as Will and Grace. <laughs> I guess your parents, well, neither of our parents are really very Will and Gracie. I don't know. My mom really likes Will and Grace, though. That's true. She got so excited. Your mom about, is probably the closest. She's kind of a Grace. My mom got so excited about their election special that she's shown it to everyone who's come over to her house. Oh, that's so cute. She's like, did you watch Will and Grace? Watch this. <laughs> oh, really? Well, at least your mom can figure out a DVD player now. Oh, yes. Years. Yes. She does still sometimes struggle with her cell phone, though. Oh. Admittedly, though, she does have a smartphone, and it isn't the smartest of smartphones. Uh-huh. So it has basic problems, like she'll go to download something, and it won't download. And she'll be like, why isn't this working? And I'm like, oh, Mom, give it here. And then I'm like, oh, why isn't this working? Honestly, I think that's 90% of the problem that adults have with technology now. Like, like we're not adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that they don't take the time to buy, like, a really high-quality smartphone. So well, then, like, no. when it doesn't work, it doesn't... Well, like, here's the thing. is like, so my mom bought my dad a new cell phone for Christmas, and she did a lot of research. So he got, he got like, the Galaxy, like, yeah. 
whatever, like a really nice newer phone that was mm-hmm. very user-friendly. And my dad just bought her one that was shiny and gold. Yeah. And so hers is not, was like brand new on the market. There weren't, weren't even any reviews out yet. So Why like, without reading a review first? I know, oh. I know. So, I'm just so gay and so frugal, and so that just hurts me on a very deep level. Yeah, so like, it's not, a, and she wanted an iPhone. Like, she told him that, don't right. buy me a phone, I want to save up and get an iPhone. Because we are all, we're a non-contract family, mm-hmm. so that means that our phones are expensive, but our phone bills are cheap. So, you have to like, pay for the actual right. phone outright, versus having like a $75,000 dollar phone plan that lets you get like a free iPhone every couple of years but so my mom wanted an iPhone because she knows how those work and my dad got her a shiny non iPhone Android phone that's gold and pretty and she just doesn't know how to use it and doesn't (laughs) like it very much so that's a bummer yeah but anyways parents what are you gonna do they're just like Willie Grace (laughs) (laughs) okay kids thanks so much for listening guys All right, tell everyone where they can find us on the internet Matthew okay we are on Twitter at NotACoupleShow. We're on Tumblr at NotACouplePodcast.tumblr.com. Or you can send us an email at NotACouplePodcast at gmail.com. We're also still posting show notes to Medium, so mm-hmm. check us out there. And we are hosting our site or our show on Mixpod. Yep. Hooray! Yay! Come find us. Hooray! And uh, don't forget, we also posted a special bonus 10-minute long episode about the election special. Mm-hmm. So if you liked it and you want to hear our thoughts on it, it's mostly just us going, oh my god, this is so funny, for like 10 minutes. So. Yeah, if you don't get enough of us just babbling on the regular podcast, you that one's really t- for you. 10 minutes of babbling of us just fangirling <laughs> hardcore. Alright guys, thanks so much for listening. Yes, thanks for listening. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this has been... Not a Couple. Bye! This episode of Not a Couple was filmed in front of a live studio audience of one cat. Meow. Hi, Eliza. Don't wear a water bra. This episode of Not the Couple was brought to you by Die Wassermesse. Germany caught this new export. Having learned from the mistakes of the Hindenburg, this water bra is completely explosion-proof. Pick one up at your local Victoria's Geheimnis. <laughs>